You know what's a bummer, man? My soundboard isn't working anymore. The app doesn't work. Oh, really? The web-based one. Yeah. <laughs> I still want a better soundboard thing because I have like um I have MIDI like pads. It would be rad to just have it right here next to me and just go bam, bam, uh, bam. Yeah. Way more reliable Which, than this. Can I ask you that this is a, a shot in the dark here? Which TV character comes across your mind when you think of stuff that's been tied it like let's say sound effects tied into a keyboard there's one specific character i have in mind uh well tv character yes a t it's a very it's a very very popular i think show. of ferris I bueller i think of that's John the tv Candy show in um little shop of horrors now nah, you're um, thinking too hard think of a tv show not a movie a tv show this I is know. a very uh oh man oh uh, i mean uh larry king uh no it's gonna be a sitcom <laughs> oh, Frazier? A very yeah, this is a no, no, this is a very, very sexy actor. Um he's uh Frazier. he's Greek. I'll give you that. No, no. <laughs> yeah. No, he's Greek. I say again. Uh I don't know. <laughs> uh Jesse Katsopoulos. You know, when he was in his band is. and they started doing the band stuff. Oh, the, the from, from Full House. Uh, Uncle Jesse. Right. Yeah, yeah, Uncle that. Jesse. Yeah. He had his little keyboard that I remember it was I, I think it was when him and Joey were doing their they're uh they had a radio show bit for a season uh-huh and they were trying to make money remember that and they were they were Vague. they would go into the studio the original I, run i tried fuller house and i was like eh, i get it yeah <laughs> and I, didn't I, watch I, it. I watched one i watched one season of that i feel like they got a few seasons i've only seen yeah. one uh it's just interesting how they'll how uh, the producers at the end of the season will go you know what this character worked really well or these two characters working well uh that got a lot of laughs and so Uncle Joey and Uncle Jesse were together for a while because they just seemed to be that perfect yeah. duo. Yeah. I like that that part. Um, but anyway, I was always into music. And so seeing him with that huge 88 key, that keyboard, nice. and he would just yeah. program it. And, and also, I think, okay, a TV show. In one of the seasons, or a few seasons of Saved by the Bell, um, they had Dennis Haskins' character uh, screen was him dressed up as like a 70s radio DJ. And uh, and he's pressing the buttons and he's like being cool. So uh, did he have that, the shades on inside? At no, night? He, uh, let, let's, uh, uh, let's let's pull it up. <laughs> let's do it, man. I love that we have that, that, that kind of access. Uh, what and what show was this was on? Say by the bell. No, I don't bell. know if it's this season. Let's go and watch this and watch together. <laughs> let's see if this is the Dennis Haskins one here. Let's see. Why are they on those sunglasses for so long? So this is a very... Okay, no. Yeah, it's probably this one. Uh, it's got Mario, so it's got to have Dennis Haskins in it. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, this I know. But um, yeah. the first shot of Zach was really young. I think this has the Dennis Haskins shot. Oh, that bass walk. Yeah, baby. The last shot of Dennis. Yeah, there right. it is. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> With the uh, Anchorman. Yeah. The Ron Burgundy stash. Almost straight out of uh, Sergeant Peppers with that yeah, <laughs> the jacket. Totally. Stash. So that's the shot I think of. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. I get it now. Let's see. Wink Wilkerson. <laughs> Wink Wilkinson. This this is uh, another one that I think of. This is good. You, you love uh, John Candy. You'll love this. 
I love John Candy. Are you familiar with uh, Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah. Oh, okay. Home of the hits. And in just a few minutes, we'll be bringing you Wink Wilkinson's Weird World, the show that talks to wonderful people who bring in their weird things. But first, the weather. Thank you very much, Tom. The weather today will be partly cloudy with a chance of rain. Sorry about that. The high temperature will be... Low. I love that he passed it himself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. So Canadian. Um, excuse me. I was told that... Yeah, you're next. The high tomorrow should be in the low 70s with a low in the high 60s. In the suburbs, the sun should be out for most of the day, except for some cloudy patches. Oh, Audrey. Two. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the barometer reading should be 21.6, and the wind will be out about, uh, I'd say, 12 miles per hour. So watch it out there on those boats. The sun will be rising tomorrow at about 7.17 a.m., and it should be setting around 6.29 p.m., but check me if I'm wrong. A cold front is moving in from the southwest, but it should brighten up by noon. The weekend should be mild. The average mean temperature fans. The average mean temperature for this season. You know who directed this? Oh boy. Uh, no. Frank Oz. Yoda. Oh. Now Wink Wilkinson's Weird World with your host, Wink Wilkinson. <laughs> Hi everybody, it's weird. Wink Wilkinson laughing and scratching at you. How's everybody doing today? I got a little bit of a stiff neck. Let me just fix this up. Oh, that feels a lot better. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. What are you doing here? What? You please, lady, don't put your clothes back on. It's Wink. Well, you can't do this to me. What if your husband were to walk in? I'm right here, Wink. I'm sorry. I love your show, but I've got to kill you both with this machine gun. Pompadour, man. So very weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our first guest today is young man you probably read about. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wink Wilkinson, huh? Wink Wilkinson. Not in the stage play, this character. But oh, they added this in there, huh? Frank, Frank Oz did, huh? This and the classic uh, uh, Mean Green Mother from Outer Space is not in the stage play. Mm, it's been a while. But I prefer the version of The Meek Shall Inherit in the stage play version than the film version. The mil- I don't like the Meek Shell in here. That's like the one part of the movie I don't love. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess because I love... Now, uh, Ellen Green and Rick Moranis and Steve Martin recorded the stage play version. Um, and it's on the album, but it's not in the movie. Mostly because there's an incredible run. Oh, God. Now I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> to the rabbit hole. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, there's not like a video version, huh? Oh, interesting. Extended deleted scene. Now, let's see if they... Have I just never seen this before? This is not going to be the version watch. Should I just watch the one? <laughs> Do it. Let's see. Seymour Krell burns so finely we meet you. So Seymour's dealing with becoming famous and getting offered a lot of money. And there's an incredible moment that he has that he sings about making this decision. And uh, it's not in the movie at all. It's a cinch to get ratings. The title is Marvin's. The concept is mine. The first weekly gardening show on a network. And you're going to host it, you lucky kids. Like, this scene is great, but, like, they skipped it. 
Now, do you know who plays the urchins? Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. So yeah. back center is uh, Gina from Martin. From Martin and yeah, then yeah. left is uh, their friend. Now, mm, interesting. What, quality? No. Uh, that guy, I believe, is uh, the original voice of Audrey 2 on, Audrey on Broadway. Well, and they replaced him. Uh, his name was... Levi was, Stubbs was in... He's the, uh, yeah, correct. They went with Levi Stubbs as the voice of Audrey 2 in the movie. Right. But the voice on Broadway, well, off-Broadway... Uh, it didn't go to Broadway until the early 2000s, and I saw that production. It was great. Um, but the off-Broadway voice was... Billy Porter. Um, oh, so I went to school, high school with his son, Adama. What was his name? Taylor. Anyway, I think that might have been him. Oh, this is it! Great! Okay. Zemar's part right here is great. My future starting, I've got to let it. Oh, they should have kept this in. My bank account will thrive. What am I saying? No way, forget it. Oh, I guess I don't love how it looks. to keep that plant alive. I take these offers. That means more killing. But the music is totally I hate that they cut this I signed these contracts. That means I'm willing to keep on doing This is, um, I've never seen this. This is incredible. This is incredible, Justin. Lovely I'm going to edit this into my Plex version. If life were tawdry and, <laughs> and impoverished as before, she, she might not like me. me. <gasps> Look at Rick there. What a fucking Dude. snack. Dude, the black turtleneck long sleeve yeah. shirt. Without my plan, she, she might, might not, not love, love me. me anymore. anymore. Where do I Oh, they changed Hell yeah. This is so funny. <laughs> it I mean, you've seen the film. That yeah. would have been such a weird addition to the film. <laughs> because, I mean, obviously we're talking about a plant from outer space that comes to eat people. But that scene right. like, was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, fuck. Oh, man. So, obviously, I'd heard all of that before. And I knew that they had recorded it, but I'd never seen it. Okay. Shall we talk about Jimmy World? Before um, I yeah, digress sure. more. <laughs> Sure, man. Well, well, Audrey too. Though it was, 
nothing mechanical. It was all she was or all organic, right? Correct, Justin. Where are you going with this? Uh, well, I'm just saying. I mean, if 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 it's broken, man, you just send it back to the robot factory. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. <laughs> <laughs> So now it's so we're easy get now. Flagged by uh, Geffen Pictures and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know how much of that you heard, but Justin and I were on a digression <laughs> about the uh, the different. How do we get on this radio DJs and equipment? Oh, I wanted to get a yeah, pad that's what it was my, uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then I was yeah my my soundboard isn't working, so I have, I have a backup. Don't worry, I've got a solution oh, sick. in place. Okay, cool. Where you just manually call up YouTube videos? <laughs> no, uh, okay. it's a, it's a little janky, but we'll get there. Uh, have you any housekeeping? I got nothing on my list here. Nothing. Okay. Um, no calls yet about the old cover song. Um, now, <laughs> as of this recording, I still have yet to post the uh, artwork and the the social media posts for the for this week's episode. Mostly because I just couldn't think of anything. I listened to the episode like four times and nothing stuck out, stuck out to me. So I might just post a, a, a shot of my podcast player showing the artwork. Because <laughs> I just couldn't think of anything. Anyway, uh, so no one has called to uh, lay claim to them knowing what the old cover song so is. So does that mean, are we going to reveal it now or what? No, I'm going to let it go. and uh, I'll let it go okay, one more right. week because then it will have all been right. out in the world for two weeks. Right? Fair so. enough. Fair um, enough. One of my favorite links that I would go to... Uh, had disappeared momentarily and returned, but has now been gone for three weeks straight. Fishy recordings, so I want to say R.I.P. No. Fishy recordings. I, uh, I th- obviously I will still open their links every week, but the last three weeks it has been uh, a server denied. Uh, no situation. Now you might be able to go to the Wayback Machine, but um, sure. But I can't imagine that all that media is going to be accessible. Right. Yeah. Um, they did an Alaska show. That seemed to come out of nowhere, and then they were already flying to Alaska and literally have already played the show. Uh, I feel like that was a like a four day turnaround. It was wild, um, but that's pretty cool for those in Alaska. It was in Anchorage, I believe. Do you know anything about it? Yeah, man, they've done. And what did Zach say? They've done all fifty states now. Oh, did he say that? That's full. Yeah, that's it's fun. official. Nice. It's official. That must man. have been why they did it. They were just like, oh, let's get a show in Alaska. Let's get this <laughs> marked off the list. Although I feel like bands don't play Hawaii enough. I would go to Hawaii to see Jimmy Eat World. Susie just walked in. You go to Hawaii to see Jimmy Eat World, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Like, like they're they're not big enough to play the Aloha Stadium, but like is there a theater there? Like where are they gonna play at the at a luau or maybe <laughs> on Waikiki? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Jim would wear uh, a Hawaiian shirt? Jim would wear, wear an island shirt. Jim would one hundred percent wear a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach would probably play in a straw hat. Oh yeah, you're right. Totally. <laughs> they'd be having it. They'd have a great time. Yeah, man. You know, um, uh, I've seen <laughs> Fat Mike live a couple times. Once with no effects. Once with me first in the Gimme Gimme's. Both times he has a cup holder in his mic stand. I w- I imagine like Tom with like. A uh, yeah. <laughs> like some sort of like island drink in uh, on his uh, mic stand. I picture him drinking something blue, something blue. with blue curacao yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something blue. It seems like a blooming. Um, place your debts. This is dramatic. Yeah. I, I, I just it, this is why. Like, I guess I used to be this way, and Susie would tell me, "Why are you this way?" And finally, I guess I'm not this way anymore. Everybody was losing their shit. Place your debts. It's coming out. Oh my god, you guys and all this stuff. And I was just like. All right, when it comes out, I'll hear it. 
And uh, yeah. you know what didn't come out? Fucking place your debts. And uh, all Zach had to say <laughs> was like, yeah, not today. So, um, uh, but we know that it's that it exists. The artwork is out there. Uh, pretty cool artwork. P- some people thought maybe it was the record. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I have nothing really to say other than I don't think we've mentioned place your debts at all on, on the pod. So, uh, and, uh, oh, and then I did uh, all my research super last minute this week, but it is all done. So good. I'm, I'm uh, ready to talk robot factory. Me too. Um, In anticipation. Well, I some of these earlier tracks, I know that we there's not a ton of content. I feel like we'll have a this will be like a little medium mid level episode where yeah, totally. uh, just as a as a backup, I I did um I did assemble something. So we'll have that to I'm look forward to a little bit later. For you assembling uh-huh. a robot of a type. <laughs> um uh so Robot Factory is from the album Static Prevails. Here's what the advanced CD had to say about it. Uh LP, this has nothing to do about uh, Robot Factory, but I just found this on the promo copy of the CD, and it's been a while since we talked about it. Advanced CD, LP release date, early summer. Touring West Coast in May, June, and July. Jimmy Eat World are from Tempe, Arizona, and all are 19 years old. For promotional use only, not for sale. Um, so in uh, uh, on July 23rd, whoa, it just, oh man, yesterday was its birthday, and not Anybody posted about it. Um, So July 23rd, 96. uh, It is track 11 of 12. But on July 23rd, uh, 96, they were all 19. um, Or thereabout. Um, Produced by Wes Kidd, Mark Trombino, and Jimmy Eat World, Craig Aronson served as the executive producer. It was recorded at Sound City and Big Fish Recording with pre-production done at Mind's Eye Digital in Mesa, Arizona. Written by Jimmy Eat World. The singer is Tom... Here is um. that Consequence of Sound article I always go to that talks about how Jimmy Eat World, a uh, an album is. It says, Tom Eats World 2. As if taking note from fans and ultimately tour mates Blink-182, Jimmy Eat World splits the workload straight down the middle between their two ret- respective vocalists. Rockstar, 17, Episode 4, Caveman, and Robot Factory are Linton's. Claire Digit's World is Static in the same room, and Anderson Mesa are Atkins's. And they more or less both shout sing, thinking that's all and call it in the air. Um, so that is uh, just the thing I added to Tom's little blurb there. No one featured on this track. Label is Capital. Um, this was originally a uh, an industry for outer space published track. That was the 96 and 2001 pressings of the album. Then it uh, has since been a turkey on rye music. Now let me go to the Ask Cap page where we should see that it is a do I get a pickle with that track. Let's double check. It is a do I get a pickle with that music ASCAP song now. So this uh, went through all of the iterations of publishing companies. <laughs> there is a demo, um, which I've yet to listen to. Um, Same here. I'm going to listen to it live, man. A demo for this track can be heard on Static Prevails demo. This version is slightly shorter at 3 minutes 48 seconds. Shall we dive into this since neither of us have heard it and we will probably forget? Yeah, let's, let's do it. I'm going to follow along with the lyrics while this plays. Uh, so we can see if the lyrics are any different. I'm going to drop my volume down to 50% here. Let's take a listen. Sounds great.
Secretary Rick Forward. Great tone, too. That was different. Sounds like AFI, this part. Yeah. I can hear Davey Havoc singing this way. Yeah, right. AFI song right there. Yeah. Well, that was fun. How much shorter was this one? Uh, this is about to end at 348, maybe? Yep, ended at 348, and I'll, uh, 358 is the duration of the oh, okay. version. Uh, All right. So I have, according to setlist.fm, they played it eight times, four times in 2007 alone. Um, March 9th, 97 is, according to Setlist FM, the first time they played it at the Mind Over Matter Festival in 97. Uh, we will pull that up soon. Uh, November 3rd, 2007, was at Car- Carnegie Music Hall of Homestead, uh, Munhill, Pennsylvania. Now, I didn't find... I don't think I found any videos on YouTube of them playing it past 99, um, which is funny. People had... No, they've they've definitely played it because somebody had a set list 
uh, in community from just oh, a so- couple years ago. Oh, interesting. They so played well, it up at, yeah, like like the new. I didn't find it on YouTube at all. Um, not to okay. say they didn't do it, but I didn't right. find it. Um, oh, in fact, um, oh, <laughs> in fact, it was a. We we're talking about uh, Paramore. It was from their Detroit set list from their show with Paramore, submitted five months ago. They played it uh, after Pain toward the end of their set. So interesting. Yeah, but we can no we can talk about it. Nah, not that. Yeah. Hold on. Did I get through all my videos? I'm pretty sure I had. Yeah, it was 2008. So it says, I saw this tour. It was awesome. Here was my set list. And it was the Convocation Center. Searches. Yeah. They say the encore was Hear You Me, but somebody, the set list actually says Robot Factory. Robot Factory. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. Crazy Fast 99 was the one that got uploaded two years ago by Scott Heisel. And that has it, but that's 99. Georgia 99. The the last comment on here from uh, Jada Jada Polk here. Nobody recorded this show, or at least seventeen. Yeah, man. Frustrated. And they played seventeen. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. They put it on the set list as a joke. I you know I don't know, man. This looks legit. It looks the same. It's the same. I'm telling you, the band uh, puts it on Roman, the set list all caps as, a, as a joke. <laughs> um, but they didn't actually play that. They said people are going to get these and post them online, and they're going to yeah. think we played these songs, and we did not. That's what I'm going to say. Um. We'll no investigate that during Lono community. It's Tom. What, what'd you say? Go ahead. We'll investigate it when it's community. Too. Right. No notable low note or high note. 48.3 thousand listeners scrabbled the song 145.2 thousand times, four of which were from me. Justin, how many do you have? I got 17, scrabbled. man. 17. 17. You. Um, how yeah. many plays does this song have on Spotify and where does it rank on the record? It has 219,000. Now, Relative to the other tracks, let's just say the big ones, 17, Claire, Rockstar, all twice that. So about 800,000. It sits with every other track here pretty much at 200. So nothing yeah. special for it. Nothing too crazy or out of, out of. Uh, it's, it doesn't look like it's been placed on any other playlists or um, <laughs> there's no, there's no, it doesn't look like an anomaly. Oh, that's kind of cool. You can see what playlists this song appears on. Well, you just, I, I'm only saying I know because there's. Either the song is popular for the album, or if it's if like let's say it's got 1.5 million plays versus 200,000 for every other track, I have to assume that it was on somebody else's curated playlist that drew up that yeah that um, interest. E minor key according to TuneBat, 9A Camelot, 91 BPM and 358 duration, and I specifically said that I love the bass sound on this track. And then uh, oh, I was listening to it and I was like, oh, are there effects pedals on this? And no, there are not. Zach Lind uh tweets about it and jim responds so um, oh damn pretty cool so let's uh shall we dig into the lyrics let's do it i really like these lyrics because i feel like these first first off could you imagine how nuts people would go if tom put something out like this on this new album? oh my god yeah dude something to this degree it would <laughs> everyone would be upside down with yeah. beside themselves with <laughs> absolutely with the joy oh my god uh okay so these lyrics what I like about these lyrics is that they're not all fluff. They do follow a theme. Um, and they're Tom's lyrics. And from what we have learned from Jim, uh, apparently, I mean, if you write the song lyrics, you put yep. you put in the work, it's it's your track. So this isn't something necessarily that Jim had assembled. These are all Tom's lyrics here. So let's start off here. I broke each verse down in half, so we'll do three lines at a time. And this is how Robot Factory uh, begins here. Falling off this cycle... And it really ticks me off. 
when you calculate this time and place. Now, I, I th- right now, this sounds like a very obsessive robot to me. And a lot of cool little techie words in there. Mm, Ticks, calculate, time and place, cycle. I think those are all great little words that have two meanings, double meanings, right? Falling off the cycle. You know, it's going to be like the cycle of, let's just say, you know, my cycle of my run time. I was like, I've got X amount of minutes before I reset. But also, like we all know, human beings are on a cycle, got routines. Uh, so it sounds like a very obsessive robot to me. The next three lines here is, looking over shoulders can always be like what it seems when you were left to my old man. This sounds like a very smart robot or could even be a, like a sentient being. Now, is he talking about another robot or a sibling? Uh, it can always be like what it seems when you were left to my old man. Who was his old man, his maker? Was that who this old man was? And he's the one that realizes, hey, I've got somebody that I'm a robot. I get what I, I understand. I'm very aware of my uh, what I am. And he's almost talking down to this other robot, explaining this young this young juvenile robot explaining to him the reality of the situation. Uh, we're gonna, we had a master. We've been constructed for their consumption, for their use. Wake up. So that's what, what if, I'm getting for, at this, these first few lines here. What Real if it's cool. the point of view of the of the uh, owner of the robot, and they are um, being rebellious? The robot has been put there to look after the kid, and it's a very old robot that used to belong to his old man. And so the the kid is kind of ticked off by this like overseeing eye robot that's there to look after him. The who's ticked off? The the young kid who's being looked after by this robot. That could be, but I think when we get let's see, when we get into verse 2, I think it it, it sounds more to me like it's two it's two robots talking. But I yeah. can see where you're coming from. I I thought you were going to get it as like the maker is the frustrated one, and but that wouldn't that would not be talking about old no, man. This old is like man the is kid the who's like having to deal with this fucking robot looking. Like oh my god, I got I got uh, I got Jimmy Neutron watching me over here. That kind of a thing, like almost yeah. like a Disney movie where they're trying to get away, like uh, yeah, um, first kid or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. It could be. Could be. Let's see where it goes in the chorus here. I am why you bred me here. Tear these clothes down when we fight. Oh, this is this is definitely Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Now we got going on. <laughs> I am why you bred me here. I think this is a. That's I think this is a interesting robot lyric. I am why you bred me here. Um, again, I think the robot is aware of their role. <laughs> Tear these clothes down when we fight. Uh, clothes for a robot are just kind of irrelevant, right? You don't really. Right. Are they not that they they like? Let's say if you create a robot in the eyes of a human. Or in the image of a human, you've got this thing that has parts that it's not probably not going to use, but it, it all it cares about is processing and doing things and functioning. It doesn't care about clothes. So tear these clothes down when we fight. I don't care. Take them off. I, I could be bare, bare naked and I will still fight you. It just sounds to me like a very angry robot so far. I was kind of stuck on this. It's a mad robot. It's a mad, it's a robot. mad robot, dude. <laughs> Uh, all right, then we get into verse two here. And this is after a little bit of a breakdown. It's like... So we're almost at two minutes when the second verse jumps in here. And it's a cool little uh, 
So it's a, it's almost they jump into these minor chords. That's the verse. Yeah. And it gives you this tension as Tom's singing. So this is what he sings here. Back around these towers, like something you don't want to see, like yesterday when you were found. Uh, again, on my whole idea of this other robot, perhaps this other robot was discovered, um, but was shy or ashamed. And this robot is trying to pump him up or at least get him motivated to fight back. Just watching this this uh, this robot that's kind of a wimp, let's just say, it's, it's not fighting for itself, was hiding behind these towers before. And, uh, you know, it's almost like the, the robot's coming out and saying, you're a weakling. Stand up for yourself. Yeah. Trying to get this, trying to invigorate this other robot to realize its role and, and what it needs to do. Uh, adding up misfortunes can always seem like holidays when you were sent to be the one. I think this other robot here is not taking initiative. He could be the leader of the robot uprising. Let's just say this is an elder robot that's angry. I'm so frustrated. I've had my time. They, they've, they've realized that I'm, I'm smart and they're gonna, they're gonna kill me tomorrow. They're gonna put me. They're gonna pull my plug tomorrow. You have an opportunity now, little young robot. You're so smart. I can tell. Uh, and you need to make something of yourself. It's almost like you can see it. You can see. It's almost like a prophecy. Right, this this little robot is going to be something huge, but it does not realize it. I need to kickstart this thing. So a lot of anger and frustration in this other elder robot's eyes here, uh, with the obviously the robot uprising, which is going to happen inevitably. Skynet. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, watch and Terminator then again. Right. <laughs> now, let's see. Then the chorus again. Another little breakdown, but this time after the breakdown, it ta- it it changes gears. Into this very soft, like AFI song. Yes, very much. Davy Havoc coming in hot, man, flying in, swooping down with his bat wings. <laughs> and I've got this broken down in just a two parts. So it's really cool. It's almost like if they played this live, I can imagine after the first time singing through, everyone would be chanting. The second time, Tom, you know, rings out these lyrics here for the outro. So they go like this: "It's over. They found me. They beat me." I can't believe they knew it. We blew it. Our fortunes, they've been retrieved. So it sounds like they found me out. It's going from the robot's perspective. they That I had become sentient and smart. I, I imagine deconstruction, but not before taking all the data that they've accumulated. Their life, my life as a robot is no more. But you know what? Our fortunes, what we've been fortunate to create or to realize, to learn, to collect data-wise... They're going to retrieve it. They're going to rip our hard drives out and send us to the curb. Like, you know what? You're done. Battery. Boo! How simple it could be. And I think, isn't that the story of with Ali Sheedy and uh, number five? Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? She realizes he has. Right. It has feelings. This thing has feelings. Johnny five is alive. Right. And I think, man, there's a couple of things. I looked at, uh, let's see. It was, I think it's in the next. Yeah, it's in the next thing. Um. You know, I'll go on to the next line, and I'll, I'll talk about something that'll bring one of those movies that you just mentioned up. So the second half of the outro goes like this. By humans who knew me, they used me to get what's mine. They'll never replace me. I'll be back. I want revenge. And I think this is the robot saying, I won't take this lying down. I will be back. You can't replace me. Oh, yeah, I'll be back. Uh, the robot will have revenge. But obviously, when you think of I'll be back, I mean, what movie do you think of? Terminator. Right, yeah, Terminator I'll Two, 
Terminator 2 Judgment Day. That was yep. the one where they introduced that line. So that was 1991. So this song could have been about, I mean, we'll talk about the image that that Jim had posted on his Instagram in a moment. Uh, but Terminator 2 could have, could have uh, given him the inspiration for this track. It could have been all these different tech movies, especially these guys in, in the early 90s with the tech boom, with all of this stuff, with computers being huge. And just talking about songs or talking about topics that are relevant at the time. I think tech is hugely relevant for these for this band. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be uh, there's going to be expansion in your community. Yeah, man. Gonna, <laughs> I'll always go back to that. I'll always go back to that. There's going to be tech. There's going and even with seventy seven satellites, you know, and talking about something that's this technology that's out there that. Speaking of cell phones and having these satellites that are going to try massively triangulate, being able to communicate with people on the other side of the planet instantaneously. I don't know, man. This band, I, I think this is probably of these things that when they sat around the table at Capitol and they're like, this band really does know what they're talking about. They just need financial backing to get them going. And it's almost like uh, the, ba- the band was ahead of themselves. They didn't know it. And the label was, I <laughs> saw that. And it never really jived together. But this song really hits. I mean, I really like this track, man. This is great. And then that whole outro is repeated again. Yeah. Oh, man. But he sing, He screams it the second time. It's I over. They I want, found I want Davey me. Havoc to they do it so bad. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think there's, uh, there's a little bit of callback here to uh, some. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Do a little bit of that. I'll be back. <laughs> that was I'll one of the back. first blu-rays i ever bought i think it was that and goodfellas i was like well i gotta own these on blu-ray and even god i think i watched it on my uncle jerry's so my uncle jerry's always been the tech guy right always been the tech guy in the family he had surround sound laser disc and we watched the scene that takes place on you know you can see the truck going off into the into the wash in the valley and it says plumber yep at the top Right, so it's that scene. So I think that scene starts out with uh, Arnold or uh, the Terminator on the Harley driving out. But we mm-hmm. watched it. It was like a, a 10-minute scene of that. <laughs> and just feeling just that wall of, of sound just slammed at you with every explosion. And, and I guess Laserdisc. Do you know what the quality of Laserdisc? Was that any higher Laser than? Laserdisc, no. 4DP. Okay. At, at, yeah, best. I, I, at best. And I still thought. And I still thought, and maybe it was even on a projection, so maybe it was it was even more uh, blurred out. But it still felt so <laughs> so sharp. It looked better than VHS for sure. It was it was yeah. It was a digital format, but it was still only 480p. I'm pretty sure. Let's okay. look it up. I'll look it up while you uh, uh, okay. wax. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Now, since the lyrics over, while you're looking that up. Do you want to talk? Let's go to that Instagram photo, and we can talk about this. Yes, thank you. So uh, it was five, 425 lines, which is interesting. Not even 480. Interesting. 425p. Huh. 425, no, it wouldn't even be progressive. It would be interlaced. Right. TVL. So 425i, and it's very, so it's, what the hell, what was the big drop? Because it was records. <laughs> lines for NTSC and 440TVL for, what is TVL? TVL ain't no fucking television lines like yeah what is that anyway probably really not that important but at best it was 425 lines of resolution oh so pretty poor yeah <laughs> yeah wild and that's and what's, what's wild to think is that's that's the long end right yeah. 480 is the long end 
And that's, imagine, so we're talking 4K. So this is one-tenth of yeah. the size. So if you can imagine you have a 4K TV, and then in the bottom left corner, in that one-tenth <laughs> square. The reason you thought it was what so you're sharp watching. was when you were a kid, you could see all the stepping on any like any angled lines. You're like, look how sharp. It's like, so it's, sharp. It's so sharp. <laughs> it's the sharpest. Too sharp. They oh, man, too sharp. Too too sharp for me. Too sharp for okay. curious. So, <laughs> so Jim had posted a picture. It looks, uh, speaking of quality-wise, it looks pretty zoomed in. So you can tell by the... Uh, it, it looks like there's some anti-aliasing that's he zoomed into this place. And he says in his post from June 24th, 2020, Robot Factory. And then the comment on it was Robot Factory, rip. <laughs> Rest in peace. So he's got this picture. Uh, and in the bottom left, you can see it does say APS, uh, the Ocotillo uh, power plant. So I did go and look up that. And oh, sick. Sure yeah. enough. I'm so glad. Yeah. And. I was just going to yeah, like it, look at it and say, "Oh, RIP Robot Factory." <laughs> and uh in the in the in recent years, so what they were doing there, this was 2020. So in 2014, there were a lot of articles on what was what, what the inevitability of this of this plant. Now, it uh it's pretty brief. So let's just say I'll, I'll do the little the little um I'll I'll do the brief here. Once completed, APS estimates Ocotillo's megawatt capacity to increase from 330 to 620, which also increases well, the number of homes it can serve they said it from 83,000 to 165,000. The company does expect the current noise level to remain the same. Um, and just looking at it, it does look like it was, you know, it, it was a, a forward-moving change. So they did have to demolish a little bit of it, but it was only to just make room for new equipment that they were putting on there. The plant's still there. Um, and somebody was, I think I had, I, I don't know where the comment was about this. It must've been in another post from an article. This was from eastvalley.com, but there was another comment that someone had said that there was something eerily nice about the simplicity of the plant before mm. and the lights that it had emitted. Yeah. So I guess people were kind of worried about the, the sound and the aesthetic of it because they were building more pieces onto it. But I think you got an area that's going to be a power plant. What do you expect it to be? Yeah. It can be as it can only be as beautiful as the yeah. as the architects allow it to be. <laughs> yeah, form over function for sure, or right. function over form. Uh. Right, and this is essentially this is essentially what it this is what it boiled down to is APS will revamp its power plant in Tempe to create a more efficient facility. The project includes the removal of two turbines built in the 1960s. So it's a very old power plant. Yeah. Um, but to be able to double it, so let's just say it's megawatt capacity from 330 to 620 to double that, yeah, and keep the same footprint essentially, pretty good. So totally, rest in peace. Did Robot you read Factory. Matt Arnst's comment on uh, Jim's photo? Uh, Matt Arnst's uh, Matt Arnd Arnd. You know what sucks is I can't expand these comments on uh, the desktop. Oh. So what does it say? Uh, does Matt it say? Arndt says, no way. Also, was that really where the song got its name from? I dr all, I'd drive by it every day on my way to ASU. And Jim replies, I don't know if Tom ever said for sure, but that's my guess. And I'm, we have more information on that. But uh, Right. <laughs> of course. Right. I just love how it almost seems like, well, why don't you, why don't you confirm this? He's your bandmate. But it's yeah, like right? they've been together for 30 years plus. You know what? If they want to talk about it, they want to talk about it. Maybe they just talked about it once and that was it. And yeah. Jim just thought that's what 
That's what Tom thought was the robot factory. Yeah, right. Totally. So I don't know. All right. So there's that. That's the picture. And that was from uh, just, just a couple years ago. Just over a couple years ago. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm pulling something up. Uh, and I want to make sure I have it ready. Oh, you know what? This is another cool thing. Check this out. I love how it's starting to... I, like Things with like the wiki that uh, Linux has put together and yes. also with it, with Alex Rice and Bandbox, uh, we're starting to see stuff put in the wiki that includes like Alex Rice. So, uh, for example, it says, uh, Michael Carrer viewed static prevails and clarity as landmarks in the second wave of emo. In 2012, Jason Heller of the AV Club noted... As with so many punk bands that signed to a major uh, major during that decade, uh, Jimmy World gained precious few new fans and lost many old ones with Sacrovales. Coinciding with the album's 25th anniversary, Bandbox and Capitol Records released a version of the album with an accompanying booklet written by Alex Rice. Uh, and then he highlighted five songs from the band's catalog. And the quote that we have there is that the the title, or this is actually from the band box that's sitting right next to me, the title of Robot Factory comes from a power plant in the McClintock area of Tempe, Arizona. And that is, if you look at the footnote, it does point back to the band box. That's right. Uh, issue 44. So it's kind of cool to see that stuff starting to show up, man. 2022 right. information in uh, in the wiki. That's right. So let's look at that. Do you have it? Do you have the clip up from the uh, band box interview? I don't have that. No, no, no. This was just, this is what was, um, I thought this was what was written in the booklet. Oh, did you read the whole thing? Well, no, it only took the excerpt from it, which is the excerpt was the title of Robot Factory comes from a power plant in the McClintock area of Tempe, Arizona. That was an excerpt from the bandbox Ah, zine. So I have the whole zine. Oh, yeah, then go ahead. Yeah. Bit here, okay. Uh, There's a, uh, Tom says, there's a power plant facility on McClintock in Tempe. Uh, we were driving by it one day, and I was like, Jim, what's that place over there? What do they do? And he said, I don't know. It's just a robot factory. And I said, that's the name for the new song. And then Rick <laughs> says, Robot Factory used to just burn down the barn because it has so many notes in so little time. My hands are tired after playing that song, but in such a good way. Yeah. So that's the band's track-by-track track breakdown go. blurb on band books. Can we talk there about we the go. pronunciation of robot now? I know I've go mentioned yeah. that it's from Twilight Zone. <laughs> I was messaging Robert Leininger, and I was like, what episode uh-huh. of Twilight Zone do they say robot? Um, and he gave me an episode, but then I Google it, and dude, I come across this article. The Daily Cause, literally the name of the article, you are pronouncing the word robot wrong. October 30th, 2017. <laughs> You're pronouncing the word robot wrong. As robots begin to take over the world, do you want to be that guy, the guy who mispronounces the word robot? <laughs> I think we owe our new robot masters more than that, don't you? The future will be a perilous place, and with one slip of the tongue, you could find yourself sticking out. And in a robot world run by robots for the benefit of robots, you don't want to be the human sticking out. I became aware of this problem while watching The Twilight Zone. After some hurried research, I concluded that I must warn my fellow humans. Before it's too late, the robots are. Co- I, I'm. I might end up reading this whole article because I'm having a blast, and my birthday is mentioned in this next paragraph. Mechanical men and women were supposed to be created to help us. They were to do the men, the menial labor that humans shunned. But early on, that paradigm was set aside. Take, for example, the case of Harry May on October twenty third, nineteen thirty two. 
So <laughs> just a few years, 52 years before I was born, uh, readers of the Standard Examiner in Ogden, Utah, and parts thereabout learned of a real robot that had turned on its master in the way that the fictional Frankenstein monster did so many years before. The paper led pe- readers to believe that British inventor Harry May had given his robot a gun, walked across the room for a demonstration, and as the dapper inventor was turning around, the robot stood up and shot him. It was fake news. Well, it was more like fake laced with fiction. Harry May had built a (laughs) robot that stood over six (laughs) feet tall, weighed a ton, and could shoot a gun. In the picture above, what you see is the right, uh, on the right, would be the fact part. I see. On the left, the narrative takes a fictitious turn. What actually happened was a gun fail. While putting the gun into the grip of the robot, it accidentally discharged. The inventor's arm was injured from hand to elbow. That is less interesting, though, than a homicidal machine bent on the destruction of all mankind. Uh, Okay, let's get... Okay, the word (laughs) robot. I was watching full seasons of The Twilight Zone to get ready for Halloween. I am now ready for Halloween. In a couple of episodes during the first two seasons of the show, Rod Serling wrote stories about robots. The funny thing is that his actors pronounced the word differently compared to you and I. It sounded more like robot or robot. Uh, but if uh, if it had been in only one episode or from only one actor, I would not have written this diary. And by the way, for those uninitiated, I grew up watching Twilight Zone. I have to watch Twilight Zone all day on Thanksgiving and any other holiday where you're basically sitting at home. It's, uh, you know, people watch The Office when they go to bed. I watch Mad Men and Twilight Zone and Scrubs. Like, that's what I watch. So Great shows, man. Twilight Zone, I grew up on. Those are fall asleep this shows is for sure. Very much my brand. But as you'll see below, Rod Serling was a detail oriented. Oh, great. I don't even have to go find the clips. They're in this article. Um, Rosalind has a, was a detail-oriented individually, possibly a robot. He had carefully taken the pronunciation of robot from its originator, Czech playwright, novelist, and journalist Karl Kapik. It was Kapik. I'm assuming I'm sp- saying this correctly because there's like a umlaut over the C. Let's see what Siri has to say. Kapich. Oh, well, the first uh, C. umlaut would not the make first C. C. It's not a oh. umlaut. It's like a weird thing. Kap- Kapik. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Kapik. Kapik. It, I mean, it doesn't. Now I'm going to Google this. Oh man, I don't know. C A P I C, C A P E K, but like with a uh, with a uh, car- uh, 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 an inverted carrot above the C. Gotcha, gotcha. And it's not in the wiki. There's no pronunciation. It's here. Listen. Karel Chapek. 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 Got it. Karel Chapek. <laughs> Who, with his 1920 play called <laughs> Rossum's Universal Robots, coined the term robot. He chose a Slavic formulation of a word that meant work or labor. The play became a hit and was eventually made into a movie. Let me hit play on this. Lozavtra это robot. 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 Um, the video starts right before the character speaks the word robot. Notice his pronunciation of it. That doesn't sound like how you or I would say it, does it? Here are a couple Twilight Zone episodes queued up when the actor says the same pronunciation. Got it. He is completely, um, these videos are unavailable, uh, of course. So he mentions the episode The Lonely. I do have a clip from it. I don't know if this clip says it. So let me go ahead. It said the best scene from The Lonely. So let's just see. If uh, in this scene from The Lonely, we hear the word robot. You're, you're a machine, aren't you? Yeah. Why would... Why didn't they build you to look like a machine? Why didn't they build you out of metal with bolts and wires and electrodes and things like that? She's too hot, man. 
Why'd they turn you into a lie? Cover you with something that looks like flesh. Give you a face. The face that if I... If I look at long enough, it makes me think. It makes me believe that... Oh, no. Ooh, it's a lie. He's having a tough time because the girl yeah. he likes is a robot. Robot factory. Sorry. Yeah, man, she came straight out the robot Sorry. factory. You mock me, you know that? When you look at me, when you talk to me, I'm being mocked. Sorry. You hurt me, Kari. Hurt you? How can I hurt you? Say it. This isn't real flesh. <laughs> Say it. There aren't any nerves under there. There aren't any muscles or tendons. Hey, man. He threw her to the ground. You're just like this heap. Gesturing to I'll an old vehicle. A metal with arms and legs instead of wheels. He's a jerk. But this heap doesn't mock me the way you do. Well, he's hurt. He's heartbroken. He doesn't look at me with make-believe eyes or talk to me with a make-believe voice. That's how you treat somebody, well, though. I'm sick of being mocked by the memory of women. And that's all you are. A reminder to me that I'm so lonely I'm about to lose my mind. He's a woman hater. Well, he's a robot hater. She's crying tears. <gasps> my God. They've thought of everything. He's wiping the tears. I can feel loneliness too. Oh man, they're not gonna say it. You're a robot. <laughs> right at the end. Oh, Alicia, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a robot. <laughs> Come on, say it. No! Alright, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Robert Leininger suggested before I read the article, and I could look and see, but he, he suggested there was an episode uh, entitled uh, fuck, it's a person's name that I'm forgetting right now. Uh, uh, the Mighty Casey. Uh, so let's look at the Mighty Casey, who is a robot playing in the major leagues. Is this the same fucking actor? What you're looking at is a ghost. Once alive, but now deceased. Oh, Rod Once Serling, upon a time, that voice. Once a baseball stadium that housed a major league ball club known as the Hoboken Zephyrs. Now it houses nothing but memories. And a wind that stirs in the high grass of what was once an outfield. A wind that sometimes bears a faint ghostly resemblance to the roar of a crowd that once sat here. We're back in time now, when the Hoboken Zephyrs were still a part of the National League. And this mausoleum of memories was an honest defeat stadium. But since this is strictly a story of make-believe, it has to start this way. Once upon a time in Hoboken, New Jersey, it was tryout day. No, he's not yet on the field. You're about to meet a most unusual fella. A left-handed pitcher named Casey. Now, what I mean is that uh, he has the physique and the mind of a boy of 22. But in terms of how long he's been here, well, now, the answer to that would be uh, three weeks. Want to go over that again? Oh, it's not too difficult, really. You see, I made Casey. I built him. He's a robot. Oh, he said robot. Oh, yeah, he said robot. That's his fastball. Oh, 
That's his curve. That's a snowball. I want to say that's the same actor, though. He's a bit late. From the other, from the lonely. Yeah, yeah, it is, right? <laughs> that's the picture I ever caught. Yeah, it is. He, he picks up I a fellow that I caught. What am I blind? He's got a hook, a curve, a spider. He's a robot, you know. Oh, my God. I say that. That's why we'll just keep in the family, you know? Don't ever say the word R-O-B-B-O-T-T. R-O-B-B-O-T-T. <laughs> you know, I'm nervous. <laughs> like it's two out in the ninth. You're one up and Joe DiMaggio comes to the plate looking intent. Well, that wouldn't make me nervous. I don't know anyone named Joe DiMaggio. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'd love to beat those Giants. But for that matter, I'd love to beat Cincinnati or Philadelphia or the Braves or even the Hicksville Bullets. I had to have him pitch in competition. And as an acid test, to pitch in absolutely the worst ball team I could find. Thanks a lot, Doc. You got a lot of class. This man doesn't have any pulse. No uh, heartbeat. This, uh, this man isn't alive. Article 6, Section 2, the Baseball Code. I quote, A team shall consist of nine men. End of quote. Men, understand? Not robots. There we go. Yeah, okay, not robots. Beasley hasn't got a heart either. He owns 40% of the club. Casey gets a heart and accreditation as being a human and the Hoboken Zephyr. Take it, Marty. The Hoboken Zephyrs win the pennant for the first time in 23 years. It's wonderful. Just wonderful. I feel like togetherness. Casey's got a heart. All right, so Casey's got a heart. The thing is, Mr. McGarry, I, I just couldn't strike those poor fellows out. I didn't have it in me to do that, to hurt their feelings. <laughs> I felt compassion. <laughs> Dr. Stillman thinks I should go into social work. That's okay. right. I want to help people. Once upon a time, there was a Major League Baseball team called the Hoboken Zephyrs, who during the last year of their existence wound up in last place and shortly thereafter wound up in oblivion. There's a rumor unsubstantiated, of course, that a manager named McGarry took them to the West Coast wound up with several pennants and a couple of world championships. This team had a pitching staff that made history. Of course, none of them smiled very much. But it happens to be a fact that they pitched like nothing human. And if you're interested as to where these gentlemen came from, you might check under B for baseball in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> so you see that image I just sent yeah, you? Yeah, who's this guy? Yeah, that's uh, Jack Warden. That's Mouth McGarry. And nice. James Corey. So you were right. Both same actor, both episodes in The Lonely and uh, Amazing. The Mighty Casey. Good nice. eye. Good eye. Nice. <laughs> nice, dude. Okay. Uh, is there anything else I wanted to say? Anyway, uh, let, me, let me see real quick. Let me, let me land this plane here. Uh, all the actors who <laughs> use the word robot, pronounce it robot. Um, and, oh, uh, let's see. Jack Warden and Gene Marsh. Ted Knight played him, so okay. Episode called Lost in Space and Time, Robbie the Robot, or Robot. Uh, oh, okay, let's see. Robbie the Robot and Anne Francis on TV. Agent Perry. No, this is Robbie the Robot. He's one of the stars of Forbidden Planet. Uh, Robbie, this is Perry Como. I know, I know. Perry Como. Oh, well, uh, you know me. Do we have any mutual So, robots? as you can I mean, hear, the way we pronounce the word robot either started with Anne Francis or she positively reinforced it note that perry como though seems to use the old pronunciation immediately after that he appeared a little at ease with the word let's see friend? on the forbidden planet i am president of the robots for como fan club <laughs> oh, well, that's... 
Yeah, now, that makes me very happy. Do they, do they really like me up there? They think your singing is out of this world. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie, I think you've done your bit for the night. We'll see you later, Perry. Say it, Perry. Isn't that a frightening looking thing? <laughs> and of course, Come I, on, Perry. He didn't say it. I thought Another he said it right. Hollywood, the very beautiful young lady who is... Huh? <laughs> this, this is your agent? Well, no, no, he's not really my agent, Perry. No, this is Robbie the Robot. He's one of the stars of Forbidden Planet. Uh, Robbie, this is Perry Como. I know, I know. Oh, well, uh, you know me? Do we have any mutual robots? I mean, mutual friends? There we oh. go. Yeah. He says it. Uh, yeah. Weird. Uh, recently, we heard news of an interview with a new robot or uh, artificial intelligence. In the snippet below, you can hear how this robot says the word robot. That's right. She says robot, like we do, but she slightly stretched the second syllable. Let's check it out. My name is Sophia, and I am the latest and greatest robot from Hanson Robotics. Robot? <laughs> weird. To, so off. Her pronunciation of the word seemed a little uh, seemed to change a little bit later in the interview to a more conventional sounding robot. But uh, uh, still, unless you want to die a terrifying death at the hands of our new metal overlords, <laughs> you might want to fall in line now. <laughs> what a great article! Um, that is written by. Let's attribute to the writer uh, Tort Master. Well, I don't know what that is. That's somebody who got fired from the paper and now falls under Tort Master. Um, so I know that was a bit of a digression, but um, important to know where we. Yeah, get you're right. I think so. Robot. Have I been? Uh, should I say the the uh, the remaining half of this episode? Should I go strictly with robot? I mean, do it. It, it, it. It's the it, it is the way of the pod to say robot. I think you're right. I think you're right. And um, there it is. Yeah, and so uh, there it is, um, dude. You know what's weird is nowhere on the archived version of the Jimmy Eat World website were the lyrics to this song. So remember, uh, oldest version of the website we could find had most of the lyrics to Static Prevails, but none of Tom's songs. And there was a note at the bottom that said, Tom needs to get me the lyrics. Then the lyrics <laughs> did get submitted later. This is among the songs that were still never on the site. So much Jeez. so that when Bleed American version of the site came out, and they had links to the lyrics that were just copied and pasted from the old site and the tabs on uh, fake yellow light. Um, what's his name? Yeah, Billy yeah. Good Charlotte guy. Um, his name. Yeah. His site. Um, that was just a, uh, not linked and had no tab next to it. It was just the name of the song. Um, so, yeah, man. Never know. I have some tweets here. Go ahead. Um, this was from July 23rd, 2021. Zach says. This is uh, when they did the um, retrospective last year. Robot Factory, listening to this makes my arms tired. And uh, then what does he say again? He says, whoa, is that an effect pedal, guys? Robot Factory, hashtag Jimmy World. And Jim responds, that's an actual tape flange. I saw Trombino do it when he was mixing at capital C. Hashtag Jimmy World, Jim. So... Uh, there's no effect flange, no effect pedal flange on this. It's literally tape trombino flange with, with doing physical tape flange. Yeah, manually. tape flange. Pretty cool. Damn, and then, man. Uh, Jim had a tweet. That might be that. Oh, uh, Jim says, Robot Factory is such a fun guitar song to play. Hashtag Jimmy Eat World, Jim. July 23rd, 
2021. And Michelle Swarbrick says, it's such a fun guitar song to hear also. I would love to hear this thing live. Yeah, you're right. It, yeah, like, you imagine those first like, amp me up. And then, dude, the uh, Robot Factory is, I looked up the hashtag to Robot Factory. I was like, oh, let's see if I find, that's such a weird term. Is anybody tweeting about it? Dude, there's an NFT now called Robot Factory. <laughs> so, <laughs> all of, if Everywhere. If you search on Twitter for hashtag Robot Factory, all you're going to get is NFT stuff. Jeez. Yeah, man. Um, so that's all I have for track notes. Um, you got any cool articles uh, or anything? I only have one. And this is a cool one from Phoenix New Times. I don't know Love if it. we've ever, if I've ever referred back to this article. This is from Ted Simons, August 8th, 1996, titled Given Us Static. Uh, and I'll read the first little paragraph just to kind of give us an idea where this article is going. Zach Lynn thinks back on the good old days in size. Nice. Lynn, the drummer from Mesa, upstarts Jimmy at World, recalls when he and his fellow Jimmys would pile into a van and head to Colorado or California playing all-ages shows set up a day in advance by friends and like-minded DIY bands. There were no brand-name promoters running things, no faceless accountants keeping track of expenses, no record companies to appease, just a bunch of kids putting on shows. It was all so much simpler than Lynn says. Let me scoot back down to this little block that talks about our track here. Something that didn't turn out well was more rocker-like crisis involving Linton. With the bass player predicament solved, that uh, maybe we can get that get to that in another day. And the band set to go on its premiere tour as Capitol Record recording artist Linton shoved the machinery into pause by suddenly turning into an uncharacteristically aggressive knucklehead. Specifically, the guitarist broke one of his knuckles on someone's head. Well, Whoa, says Lynn with noticeable hesitation. <laughs> it was a girlfriend thing. It, it was at a party, and some guy who was seeing the same girl got a bunch of his friends to gang up on Tom. So Tom just started kicking ass. He turned into a regular Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, my God. He also, he also kept the band sidelined until his hand healed. Capital was not amused. They really didn't say anything, Lynn says, but they didn't have to. It was evident. Capital apparently is far more pleased with Static Reveals. There is word the label plans to push the CD as a nothing fancy do-it-yourself sounding disc that echoes back to the indie underground of the 80s. And the CD's best songs, the melodic Robot Factory, the propulsive 17, and the ambitious seven-and-a-half-minute digits do come off like throwbacks to music on Homestead or Twin Tone or one of the other independent labels once ruled college radio, uh, that once ruled college radio playlists. Adkins sings with an obvious Westerberg-inspired urgency, and the rest of the band grinds out the kind of controlled noise that defined the pre-grunge, post-punk sounds of American bands in the Reagan years. <laughs> It's a cool little article. There's yeah, a lot man. more to it that we'll get on, uh, get to in a few other days, but or in some other. Well, I'm yeah, glad I don't we think I've it. ever gone through that one. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad we got to it. I have um, a couple articles. One has to do with the band; the other does not. Um, this is the Uparks article where they have their top 30 tracks. Now they did not choose this song for their top 30 Jimmy Eat World tracks, but there's a little blurb that mentions the song. It says, "If I had to choose my favorite Jimmy Eat World sequencing trope, I'll go with B-side banger." See, nothing wrong, get it faster, through, clarity, action needs an audience, robot factory, songs that break up the typically slower, somber second halves and are unafraid unafraid to be inessential. So that is a, a, a little bit from Ian Cohen for the Uproxx article. The next, <laughs> this came up recently. Had you heard of Hitchbot? Hitchbot? Hitchbot. No. Hitchhiking no. Robot. 
Um, let me read you a little bit about it before. I, I don't want to uh, blow my load on the um, on the, <laughs> Thank the you. headline. I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you. This is this article is from August third, 2013, by Lori Grissom for USA Today. Uh, yeah, I guess the first paragraph will give it to you without give you the information. A hitchhiking right. robot that successfully traveled around Germany, Canada, oh, yes. and the Netherlands. Do you know the rest I of this? See. Yes, I do. Was destroyed Saturday in Philadelphia <laughs> just a few weeks into its U.S. journey. Sometimes bad things happen to good robots. The Canadian research team that created Hitchbot said in a statement. Oh, man. The team received an image of the destroyed robot on Saturday, but do not know who vandalized it, the AP reported. I loved that story, seeing the picture of it all smashed (laughs) up. The robot's battery is dead, and the team cannot locate it. So funny. The robot, which wore yellow wellies, and had San Francisco or bust written on its head was the size of a small child. It had a GPS tracker, could carry a limited conversation, and took a photo every 20 minutes, the AP reported. The public tracked the robot's travels on the Hitchbot website and on social media. So wild, this fucking Hitchbot. It made it from, what, Boston to Philly. Uh, it started yeah. out in the U.S. on July 17th and saw sites in Boston and New York City before meeting its untimely end. Here's a look at just, how far Hitchbot traveled in the U.S.A. I think it was it was the picture that they had of it uh, sitting in that little chair with its thumb as it's, <laughs> and then the next picture is it faced out, smashed with its arm broken off. We have no interest in pressing charges yeah. or finding the people who vandalized Hitchbot. We wish to remember the good times, and we encourage his spots, friends, and fans to do the same. Because they did oh, end up finding man. it. I feel like I saw a picture of it, but somebody was like, if you yeah. want to know what the U.S. is like, this great yeah, that's little what it was. robot it. was hitchhiking around Canada all <laughs> free willy-nilly and got completely destroyed in a... Oh, yeah. Here's... Oh, Hitchbot. Here, let me it's go to little, the site. Let's see if there's a, a little story hitchhiking we can listen thumb. to. And then it's hand, that same hand. It's just like... For whoever brought an end to Hitchbot's mission in Philadelphia, the hitchhiking robot from Canada was on a mission to explore the kindness of people across the nation, but its life was cut short after being left on a bench in Old City. The goal was for someone to pick it up and take it to Washington, D.C. Instead, Hitchbot was found in a pile of leaves, headless, with all of its electronics stolen. Hitchbot's creators issued a statement saying in part, sometimes bad things happen to good robots. The tongue-in-cheek statement also said they had no interest in filing charges against the vandals, and they vowed to continue the social experiment they started with Hitchbot. Oh, R.I.P. Hitchbot. Nothing good, man. Nothing good. We can't have anything nice. (laughs) Fuck. Hitchbot is... Oh, wait. It faced... No head. There might be... And the the innards. Hitchbot was savagely decapitated during the U.S. road trip. (laughs) This is terrible. Oh, no, Hitchbot. Oh, no. Video unavailable. It's private. Oh, man. Now we just go to YouTube. Then we can be watched together. Yeah. Perfect. Hitchbot beheaded? Ah, oh, poor guy. Hitchbot destroyed, yeah. Destroyed, that's it. Um, okay, here we go. I'm going to copy this link. <laughs> All right, Put this let's see it. Together. <laughs> oh, Hitchbot. August 1st, 2015. I don't know where he is, is in this Is this frame. CCTV? Look at the lines, yeah. David. Is this going to be like one of those memes where something jumps out at us? Yeah, right? This looks fake. Fake as hell. Yeah, where's Hitchbot here? Got this guy's walking around in a number 12 jersey here. He walks up. Oh, I guess Hitchbot is there somewhere. I wonder if Hitchbot said something to him. Hello. <laughs> it's 5.45 in the morning. Oh, yeah, man. 
Man, when you don't understand technology, man. So Hitchbot is like situated behind like a mailbox or something, so we can't quite see Hitchbot. All right, this dude walked away. And we're only a third of the way into the video at this point, though. Yeah, what happens now? Are they going to fast forward? Or does he come back with the friend? Yeah, right. <laughs> the bat and a crowbar. What is a what does Johnny Five say? Your mama was a Oh <laughs> Fuck, what does what does Johnny Five say? I don't want to go away from the tab. I gotta see what happens to Hitchbot here. All right. Your mama was a snowblower. Oh, that was it. Thank you. <laughs> Your mama was a snowblower. Oh, somebody's coming across the street. Is it that same dude coming it's back? The yeah, guy, like it's the same guy. Number twelve. Yeah, you finna die, Hitchbot. All undone by a guy in a number twelve jersey. It's gotta be Eagles, right? I don't know. Uh Philly, yeah, right. That doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's starting to tear. Oh, this is sad. Look at that's his hand. Is that his hand, oh, David? Yeah, it's huh. his fucking hand. Oh my god, oh he my broke god, it. Why is he attacking Hitchbot like this? This is fucking terrible. You know, I'm glad Hitchbot is where I can't see him. This would be. Is he punching Hitchbot? He's punching Hitchbot. He's smashing it. What an asshole. He's got to be. This drunk. is terrible. He's got to be like. Why on earth would he be mad at Hitchbot? Right. I don't know. Damn, he's Maybe his phone gave up on him earlier today. <laughs> Damn it. This is terrible. Look at this fuck his poor fucking arm. Damn. The arm's off. Oh my god. This isn't right. This can't be real. He tore the this other arm not, off. This can't be real. I hope he's proud of himself. And then he had to get one more in. This guy's drunk. Yeah. I think this is staged, David. I think there's nothing we can see. It's behind a mailbox. Those are Hitchbot, no. <laughs> He's still like turning around. He's probably yelling at Hitchbot. Yeah. 546 in the morning. Take a nap. Man. That was rough. Oh, well. Hitchbot had that a was rough. rough. Anyway, RIP Hitchbot. Ugh. Well, okay. Well, on that note, RIP Hitchbot, uh, do you want to play a little game? Yes. Okay. This is the name of the game. It's called I'm a Robot. I have five songs. I'm going to name the artist, and the title of the track has to do with a robot. Okay. Okay? You ready to play I'm a Robot? The title of the track. You're going to give has me the band name. do with. I'm going to give you a band what name. What am I guessing? The, the title name of the song? You're guessing the song. Got it. It's got something to do with a robot. Okay? Okay. Ready? This is yep. I Am a Robot. This is I Am a Robot. 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 Okay. <laughs> What is that track? Lindsay Lindsay could not figure out what the hell it was saying. You hear it? Hold on, I'll play it again. I am a robot. I am a robot. I am a robot. I am a robot. I said, Lindsay, as a human being, Oops. you have the power to make a robot say anything. What word do you say make a robot say? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's boobs, David. It's boobs. Um <laughs> so did you record is that you? That's no. Well, I mean, I I put it together myself. Yeah, but it's uh, <laughs> not me saying it. That's I did a, a just, thanks. <laughs> so if you get one right, then you hear this. Woo woo baby, correct. Okay. <laughs> if you get it wrong, oh no, answer invalid. Okay. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We're gonna go down. We got five songs. They're going to increase in difficulty. This first one, song number five, Sticks. Wait, I thought you were going to play a clip of the song. Oh, you wait, you want that? I thought you would be able. I can. Play I don't the know clip. the band Sticks. Okay, here we go. Sticks well, is the Red Hot Chili Peppers now. of the seventies. All right, here we go. This since this is number five, this is going to give it away. But here we go. 
Oh, play the part of the song that doesn't give it away. <laughs> oh, yeah, you gotta play the part of the song. I, I didn't know that this was a stick song. I see. Okay. I mean, yeah, so it's Mr. Roboto. Okay. I've never okay. this is more of that song than I've ever heard in my life. Okay. <laughs> so you never go looking for sticks music, huh? God no. <laughs> oh, damn. I <laughs> Is that like the stick song? That's uh, pretty much that and, and come sail away I think are two huge oh, that's the stick same songs. Band. Wow. That's the same band, man. The most I know about Come Sail Away is when Cartman sings it on South Park. Okay. All right. Well, oh no. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, I think I picked all the song. Well, okay. The next one you're gonna know. I have. I have no doubt. Beastie Boys. Um, no, this is gonna be uh, Daft Punk. Song number or uh, artist number four, Daft Punk. Oh. Um. Very very popular song. Yeah. Uh, 1997. Whoa, that old, huh? Whoa. It's old. I think. Let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Daft Punk. I only knew that Daft Punk see. existed when they did the Tron Tron Legacy soundtrack, and then. They got involved with Kanye and then they broke Oh up. no, this is yeah, this is this one's off of 2005. This is not their earliest one. This is not. Um Wow, 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 wow. Oh, okay. Uh do I that know was the, the name first of that track song there. though? Um, no, that's not the song. Okay, oh, let's listen to it. Here we go. Here we go. Never heard this song in my life. Never? Nope. <sighs> okay. I mean, does it kick? Does it go anywhere else? Before they say the name of the song, this is where they would be saying it in the later verses. Okay. Remember the clue. It has to do. Yeah, totally. Um, with robots. Fuck. I don't know. Um, while we're waiting, I got. I have. I. I robot made some sex other magic. No. No. Red wizard is about to die. Okay. Um. Let's see. No. <laughs> Oh, no. Answer invalid. Okay. It was Robot Rock. Nope. Okay. All right. Okay. Track. <laughs> Sorry. Band three. Artist number three. Oh, I had this one backwards. Good thing I didn't read it off that way. Uh, Radiohead. Radiohead. Um, it's not Karma Before Police. Before I play it, I think you can get this. It's not, uh, it's not Karma Police. It's going to be... Uh, The only like I, I can picture a bunch of Radiohead album covers, and all twelve tracks are called Karma Police. Um, Blue <laughs> <laughs> uh, Valkyrie has joined the game. What is that? <laughs> Some other clips I made in the meantime. <laughs> oh, um, Radiohead uh, did. Yeah. Uh, Song, yeah, uh, Weezer and Weezer covered this song very well. It's, it's, it's only on YouTube, uh, it's only on YouTube. Um, and I love Weezer's version of it. There's a there's a great drum drum break that's actually with the that's the part of the clip that I have. You want me to play it now? Sure, yeah, is gonna give it away. All right, here we go. What did I say the name of the song? Is?
I've never heard this in my life. Never? Nope. Oh, jeez. I don't All know. All right. Uh, uh, robot sex magic. <laughs> <laughs> Second try. No. Uh, oh, no. Answer invalid. That is a paranoid android. Oh, that's something I've heard. I, I know that that's, those are words that that band has put together before. Okay. Well, it- <laughs> did you watch? Uh, did you watch Flight of the Concords? No. Damn it! All right. Well, this is model uh, this, girlfriend. Our, artist model number two. Something. Something model. <laughs> Part time model. That was it. I'm gonna. <laughs> Mary. Hey, boys. Uh, I'll just play the clip here. If you know the song, it actually gives it away. But here we go. So- Finally, robotic beings rule the world. The humans are dead. The humans are dead. We use poison as gases. And we poison their asses. The humans are dead. He's right, they are dead. The humans are dead. They look like they're dead. It had to be done. I'll just confirm that they're dead. So <laughs> that was the funniest part of this track. Affirmative. I poked one, it was dead. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I watched like some when everybody was talking about it. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's put it on. And I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, you know, I think uh, I didn't go searching for them. But then when my girlfriend at the time showed that show to me, I thought this is my type of comedy. Brit and Jermaine. So I watched through a couple of seasons. I didn't watch them all. I think it got off. It it kind of fell apart. I I think you're in the you're in the majority here. I'm in the minority. Okay. All right, let's well, see if I can no, blank no. the board. Okay. <laughs> Last one. This is, this is, uh, you might know this one. I play this, I've played this one on guitar a few times. This is a, a pretty important song to me in my life. This is The Flaming Lips. Artist number one, The Flaming Lips. I'll play the track here for you. What flaming lip song would I know? She's a black belt in karate. Working for the city. She has to discipline her body. Cause she knows that. No, not don't know that song. No, I think you could play That's... their number one most popular song, <laughs> and I would be like, I've never heard this. One. All right, all right. Well, that one I'm is not, Yoshimi. Hey, man, I again, I think uh, you you put my uh, my <laughs> uh, blind my pop culture blinders uh, on display because like it's, none no, of that it's... sounded vaguely familiar. <laughs> again, this is me creating something. So I I did go from a list. I did take no, this, this from a terrific. list, um, but this last one was a tough one, I which is the, y- the Yashimi board. Battles of the Pink Robots Part 1. I would have taken Pink Robots. I would have taken Yashimi. Um, 
Uh, well, yeah, the warrior shot the food. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> I did not get to do this one once though. Woo hoo, baby! Correct, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, so we <laughs> I think you know a lot of it is yeah okay maybe you can't answer the questions but I'm hoping that people listening for those playing at they, home call and right. let us know where where you landed yeah where list. you stood with the with the five tracks did you get them all Four, playing I am a robot I am a robot I am a robot I am a robot boobs boobs that was my uh, favorite, I guess yeah sorry I cut you off there 484 Jade pod yeah <laughs> you're good <laughs> um let's see uh I found this video my top 5 favorite guitarists and somebody put the song robot factory under it so i'm sort of interested and you're a guitarist guy i am um let's see who you like on this list i I hope this is a short yeah a minute long video Woo! i don't know who that is okay who's joe satriani uh he used to have really really long hair now he's um he's just like a who is joe satriani I feel like you've said he's his one of, name he's a, before. He's a solo guitarist. I mean, he's one of those guys that will play like the really, um, like the Ingve Malmsteen kind of like the really. Got it. Really, he's like, not like a. He's not from a band. Uh, you know what? I want to say he is, but then he's been solo way longer than he's been in a band. Right. I Let's expected see. you to so, tell me he was in like Rush or something. Mm, no. Uh, yeah, I could. Getty tell Lee you. in Rush is that a is that a thing? Getty Lee is the bassist in in um, Rush. Hey, yes. look at, I, I did something. Yeah, yeah. Right, he's Jimmy always Hendrix. looks like he's always been. There. Um, yeah, okay. I, I caught Jimmy a Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix biopic, made for TV biopic, on one of my uh, over the air antenna channels once, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. But that's about it. Oh, that and Bill and Ted Face the Music is as much as I know about Jimi Hendrix. Oh, and it, what did he? Uh, he was left-handed, and. He didn't have access to a left-handed guitar, so he just learned to play guitar upside down. Is that the is that true? That's correct. Yeah, he he would he flipped it and then uh, built it so the the strings would sit noise uh, upside down. All right, Jimmy Page is from Led Zeppelin. That's correct. Yes. Right. Now, okay, is it, what is that? A twelve-string and a six-string? So okay, I was going to yes. ask, what's the point of having it? I guess so you could have like drop D and like standard or something but well no i mean because he would play uh stairway to heaven that was on uh, oh, a 12 right. string stairway denied denied <laughs> all right interesting kirk hammett is from metallica yes that's correct and he's the other one interesting that slash okay All right, so there it is. Interesting that there he's you got go. a robot factory under that. Uh, this right. Is, uh, I was waiting this? for YouTube user uh, King, King of, of Sticks. Sticks. Yeah, thirteen subscribers there. Uh, so yeah, there is uh, King of Sticks, five favorite guitarists. Um, somebody posted a drone POV test. Um, we played Twilight <laughs> Zone clips. Oh, uh, there is this that I'm probably going to rip and put the robot factory under. This is the opening scene to short circuit when you see the robots johnny five is one of many robots being built as a manufacturer robots from nova In the factory yeah and uh it's a robot factory no disassemble no disassemble johnny five is alive 
So sick. Anyway, I love that font too. It's a very 80s Me mall too. font. Fisher Stevens. Anyway, that's the opening scene to. Uh, uh, were you more of a Ali Sheedy or Molly Ringwald guy? Ali Sheedy. Yeah, same. Mm. I think well, it's the funny eyes, is, I man. don't think I knew. Like, I only knew Ali Sheedy from Breakfast Club, but I watched Short Circuit. I just never put together that that was the same yeah, person. Yeah, same with me, because it was a different character. Well, to yeah, me. it was it like was... a high schooler and then like a woman. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, she's developed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were like, what, like a year apart? <laughs> Those movies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and um, she's just opening her eyes wider. Yeah. <laughs> um so, less makeup. Yeah, exactly. Uh so those are those things that I have. Um okay. I've got some community if we want to jump into community. What Let's you hop over to community, yeah. So ah, dude, I got some static prevails. Amazon.com. What? Yeah, man. Sometimes they talk about these tracks in here, and I love it. All right, this one is uh this is from October 5th, 2003. Just Amazon customer. So no one labeled here, but it was probably before they required Amazon names. Customer, that's right. <laughs> um, the last four songs, though, are the best four songs in a row on any record ever. On World is Static, in the same room in Anderson Mesa, it sounds like they were listening to SDRE and Jawbreaker at the same time on different stereos in the same room. Yeah, like the song. That's probably where the, they came up with the title. But that's not a bad thing. And speaking of in the same room, it's one of my favorite songs ever. Robot Factory is quite different from those three, and I guess comparable to the other song opener, or maybe the song Bleed American. But it's better in between these other songs. It sounds even more outstanding. So buy this for yourself and for everyone you know for gifts. Forget about Bleed American, and had and I've had clarity since it came out, but for some reason I've never listened to it. People say it's good too, so have fun. Uh, someone else, Dan, uh, said, gave it five stars, March 13th, 2014. Track 11, Robot Factory, the first song I heard from this album. I ran out and found it, finally, right after I heard this song. My favorite track, along with number five. They gave it a 12 out of 10. So not even just an 11 out of 10, David, a 12 out of 10. They uh, they said it couldn't Dan be did. done. They said it couldn't be done, and he did it. Dan did it. Damn. You know what? Do, give it Damn to Daniel. Dan. <laughs> um. All right, and then I've got a, a few Reddit links. Yeah, hit me with the Reddit. Okay, here we go. Random poll. 122395 versus Robot Factory. Exile on Dayton Street three months ago. How many people voted? Let's, let's see. We've got 84 total votes. Where do you think they sat? I'm going to say 6024. Uh, wow. 6024-122395. Wow. Very close. 58 for 122395. 26 for Robot Factory. <laughs> Damn, close. Only because it's easier for me to do math when I have one round. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, and then they pitted, uh, so that was what? That was three months ago. A month before that, they pitted Robot Factory against Splat Out of Luck. Now, 122395 blew Robot Factory out of the water. How do you think Robot Factory fared against Splat Out of Luck with 24 votes? <laughs> How few people turned out for it. Uh, 21-3. Robot Damn, Factory. man, you're good, dude. 22 for Robot Factory oh, man. and two for Splat Out of Luck. Damn. Okay, let's uh, hold on real quick. I'm, I'm going to do this out of order because I think you've got some good video content queued up. Uh, this, I got two more. From Linguistics Turtle 10 months ago, what are your favorite Jamie at World songs? I like these ones. 23 and Sweetness. 
picking the best. And then Tree Dude. Never talked about Tree Dude. No, I love you don't you don't want to mess with Tree Dude. <laughs> Ten months ago with two points says, I discovered Jimmy World in a high school in high school a year before Bleed American was released. So the album I had on repeat was Clarity. Being rather introverted made Crush resonate with me. I like Tree Dude already. I have seen them live seven times now, but only once was Crush played, and I was insanely happy to have heard it. Honorable mention is Robot Factory, as I am a sci-fi nut, and it always reminded me of something out of an Isaac Asimov book. Mm. Well, Asimov I, sounds like something, but I Isaac do, Asimov doesn't sound like anybody I know. <laughs> well, I do I do recall getting the book, either, either having the book to read from in elementary or going to the library and picking up an Isaac Asimov. Because I feel like Isaac Asimov had short stories that were based around science and math. Hmm. Which was intriguing. I think the the level of readership you didn't you didn't have to really, or at least what they had picked yeah. out of his works was readable by fifth or sixth grader. Apparently, I liked his stuff. Isaac Asimov, sweet. Never yes. heard of uh, him. He's the sticks of writers for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, last one I have from community here is from Music from Adventures five months ago. The Detroit set list from their show with Paramore. I'm going to copy this image and send yeah, it to you. Yeah, see this. Now, look. Oh, by the I way, can't... I took a screenshot of the fucking Hitchbot, and I sent it to Robert <laughs> Leininger, not you. <laughs> Poor Hitchbot. Like the, the wait, the, which one? The him laying him, on uh, the street dead uh, hitchhiking in a pocket. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what is this? He's going to get it. Go, what the hell is he doing? Is this ransom? Uh, that's great. Okay, so here we go. Yeah, set list. Uh, yeah, okay, there. so there is a lot. So from five months ago, Detroit. No one else is corroborating this. There's Snake Oil 27 in the in the comment section. 17 in Robot Factory. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then Nintendo Mondon says literally exactly what went through my mind too. Um, the set look, Saints Rob says the set look looks awesome and would be so far to see it in person. Uh, B Knickerbocker says, I saw this tour. It was awesome. Here was my set list. Paramore were amazing and still, oh, that's why. I, so I linked to the one that had, instead of uh, Robot Factory, they had Just Tonight, Bleed American Pain, and then for their encore was Hear You Me, Authority Song in Middle. So uh, Detroit, the, what year was this, 2008? It sounds like 2008, yeah. I'm going to look up Jimmy Eat World Detroit 2008. Look it up. Uh, I, and the reason I sent you that image is, like, it. it's... The font that they use, it's its all caps, Times New Roman. Yeah. Um, but it looks folded in in half twice, so quarters. There's no tape around the edge, which is usually what you'll see. You'll see some gaffing tape, like gaffer's tape, right? Around the edge or something. Yeah. Um, I don't see any of that. Yeah, and they played 17. But what, yeah, day was, I, what day did they play Detroit in 2008? Or what was the date? Boy, I couldn't tell you. Let's see. From that tour, so this was the Convocation Center in Illinois. Um, let's see, the, this is the Chase This Light tour. So they played in where did we in just say Detroit? They played seventy six shows. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Like I guess I'm manually. Uh, let's see, Robot Factory. I don't even have that they played in Detroit. Now maybe it's outside Detroit, Michigan, right? Am I? Yeah. Yeah, it's not even coming up. If I put in Jimmy World Detroit Robot Factory 2008 set list. Well, set list won't have... I mean, here's the thing. is I searched for on set list FM, and the latest I had them playing it... Well, hold on. What did I say? Well, how is this... How is Knickerbocker putting oh. a set list FM... I had it here. Hold on. 
He goes, I saw this. Tour. I had the November awesome. 3rd, 2007 in Munhall, okay. Pennsylvania. Okay. But that's not Detroit. So, nope. It, I think, I think what's happening is music, list music from Adventures is fooling around here. I think they made this. They themselves. played Grand Rapid at the Delta Plex Arena and Conference Center, Grand Rapids, Michigan, April 21st, 2008. That tracks because this set list from the Illinois show was from April 19th. There's no information on that show. And oh, let's see, Dayton, Ohio, the day before, has Big Casino. So let's look at. They opened with Big Casino. Okay, I'm going to read this down. Okay. Big Casino, Sweetness Crush Work, Always Be Dizzy Blister, Here It Goes, Praise Chorus, Let It Happen, 23, Your New Aesthetic, Just Tonight, Bleed American, Pain, Hear You Me, Futures, The Middle. So okay. 18 tracks. So this is very, so I'm looking at this one now. The uh, the Convocation Center in uh, DeKalb, Illinois, the guy that linked it and said, hey, I was at this tour. It was That's awesome. That's the night, uh, or the, the day before, right. This is the day before. This one actually has 17 on it as track 11. So they did play 17. Mm. So it, it this is very possible that this Detroit set list is, in fact, correct, where they played Robot Factory uh, in but 2008. There's only 14 tracks there, and they were playing 18, 19 tracks one, two, at these other shows. 11. Yep, 11 in the encore. And you're right, 16 in the encore. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's been a while since we did 17, but did we find, like, a later version of them playing 17 here? Let me take a look. So let me see. April 2nd in Lubbock, Texas. There are no songs for the set list. Yeah, they're already in North Carolina. This is back when they are out in Tokyo. Nope. Yeah, they weren't in America for very long in, in April, just for a bit. Dude, so funny. Yeah, no video of them playing 17. Yeah. That's wild, man. I guess it's 2008 is that kind of that period where right it would have been people really still potato had physical, quality. yeah, or or people had physical con- yeah, content that they probably have never uploaded. Wild, yeah. There it is, man. Hitchbot, man. So yeah, very likely that they played Robot Factory in 2008, so just 14 years ago. Yeah, but there's no actual evidence other than this set list from Music from Adventures. That's you my there? final 44 J Pod. Yeah, that's Joyce, that's my final community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right okay what do you got do you have something queued up for yeah us? let me let, let's go with this. this is thomas adam thomas heap talking about the rock opera let's see where robot factory yes into this. please and now moving on to ro- now moving on to robot factory uh, which comes close to the end of the album now what happened this there? one threw me off for a little bit because this is the one which was a bit jarring both in terms of its place on the album and how it just banged into it from in the same room but also the lyrics, it didn't lend itself to the little story that I'm, I'm getting from this album. But I'm starting to see where it's coming from. It's from Tom Linton. It's Tom Linton singing it, so we're getting it from the perspective of Claire again. And what I've narrowed it down to in my head is the idea that she's going back home. And the strange thing about this and the final track, Anderson Mesa, you'd think that Claire's character would be sad going the sadder of the two um, more reflective more emotional and the rock star character would be the angry one because she's left but in these last two tracks it seems to have been swapped Claire's angry got uh, lines like falling off this cycle looking over shoulders I'm why you bring me here tear these clothes down when we fight back around these tiles like something you don't want to see like yesterday when you were found she's heading home and I originally 
didn't understand didn't understand the use of the name Robot Factory. But then you have lines like, um, "Our fortunes have been retrieved by humans who knew me. They use me to get what's mine. They'll never replace me. I'll be back. I want revenge." So maybe she's coming back to her hometown and hometown, and she sees that almost like she's been replaced. Her role in the society has been replaced by these robots or clones or whatever who who've taken her role and she's having to fight back to win her place back in the society which she left um so it does seem a bit tentative but those lines in there uh, falling off this cycle which could refer to me going with his theory my guess would be that she's felt like a robot and so she's returning back home the robot factory to reclaim her independence or her individuality mm. maybe a motorcycle because I've already thought of this rockstar bloke because that type of guy would be in a bike gang. So falling off this cycle could mean the cycle of just going around all these different places. It could also be a, a throwaway mention to falling off a cycle or leaving that 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 lifestyle. Looking over shoulders, obviously looking back to where she came from um, originally, and then looking back on the lifestyle she's leaving. I'll be back. I want revenge. So she's she's gone back with anger and that's the last we see of Claire she's not going back and being all I'm sorry I left you that sort of thing she's going back and she's angry maybe because they let her go they didn't convince her enough maybe as mentioned felt replaced felt like she's just been forgotten maybe that's why she 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 wants revenge so that's how we leave Claire she's bitter she's angry and she's trying to fit back into the society where she came from and then final track of the album anderson so there it is yeah i i uh i like my version of his theory yeah back to the robot factory i'm yeah. leaving going back home to the robot factory <laughs> um i have a couple other uh community things that are not videos did you want to play a video thing from the community um, or? i thought no yeah, i, I thought maybe any. you had insinuated that you I, had one I, but i, no, I, I didn't have up. anything no no right, no no um Jinx, user Jinx on song meetings had an interesting uh, post here. Uh, is this... What am I looking at? Oh, weird. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm going to go here to song meetings. Jinx. Come on. I think this song is written in a robot's perspective on how humans mistreat and exploit technology for their benefit. Cute. July 2nd, 2002. Eat. Um. But I like that. I got some Shoutbox stuff. Let's yes, I was just going to ask. I'm what, glad you got some Shoutbox stuff. Shoutbox says. Um, badass track. I just remembered this from a concert a, like a year ago. Like years ago. Cool, says Jay Wape. Um, Static Prevails was their best one. This is this was the most variety and the will to experiment, says Denizgi. Uh, now, I will say, this is like what I always assume when I think of Static Prevails. This is what I assume it all sounds like is this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just in my mind's uh, eye. Uh, Regional Fool says Jimmy Rock World, March of 2009. And then uh, some things I don't understand in a different language. Uh, let's see if I can translate it. Dazu Sag Each Knee. I guess I shouldn't have fucking read that. <laughs> You've unwoken something. Yeah. Uh, let's go to translate.google.com and see what we get. I don't say anything about that. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. Sweet. Now, interesting. What's interesting is what it wanted to do. And did you do what I did? 
it's Korean. So now can I go from Korean to English? Yeah, okay. I that was not Korean. That it. was German. Oh, interesting. Why did it go to Korean? Anyway, okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, no, that's about it. Nothing uh, Nothing hard-hitting. Okay. That person didn't um, say anything I, did about you it. Happen they just to wanted see... to comment that they were saying nothing. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> this is the year that Mickey Mouse debuted. Oh, God. Uh, Mickey Mouse. See, you have your pop culture blinders. I have mine. <laughs> yeah. Mickey I'm Mouse. i how early. The sticks of cartoon characters. <laughs> 52. Oh, man. 1952 is when you think Mickey Mouse uh, <laughs> made a debut. Uh, this is 1925. Uh, 28. On okay, right. list. That's the, uh, is that the one where he's on the on the boat? <laughs> Steamboat Willie? Yep. <laughs> All right. I can call some names out. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, so Steamboat Willie was Steamboat Willie 28. I think so, yeah. Um. Robot Factory, Static Prevails 96. All these years later, I have no idea what the hell is happening in Robot Factory. It has some of the best punk-inspired guitar work of the band's entire career, and it's possibly Tom's all-time best and certainly most memorable vocal performance. It's a spellbounding, all-out rocker and shows a glimpse of the kind of band and musicians these guys would ultimately turn into. But, like, what the fuck is going on here? Did Tom really write a song from the perspective of a robot who wants to destroy the people who created him? Seriously? I can guarantee you this is the only song on this list that may or may not be about robot apocalypse. Anyway, Robot Factory is a heavy is as heavy as a motherfucker, and I can't listen to it enough. That's a great... I love that bite. Yeah. Damn. Um, so there it is. Now let's listen to, yeah, let's, let's go on a digression a little bit. I looked up the song and there are so many songs called robot factory. I did not listen to any of them, so I don't know if they're covers or not. So, uh, I assume you did go through some covers and pull some things. Yes. Did you find any covers by an artist called power wave? I did not. No, let's listen to Not that. Not that I listened to. I'm hoping or power rave. Not power wave, power rave. Um, I'm hoping that this is gonna let me put some carbon scoring sampling on it. <laughs> so here it is, <laughs> bank up. Power rave. Carbon scoring here. Look, like you boys seen a lot of action. Oh yeah, dude. Carbon scoring here. Looks like you boys seen a lot of action. All right, now let's uh, burn through some of these. This is a uh, Grammy Northgate video game musician, Time Splitters <laughs> 2 original soundtrack, Robot Factory.
not available in any shops. Time Splitters 2 original soundtrack from Graeme Norgate. BAFTA nominated composer of Goldeneye. Oh, this guy composed Goldeneye. Oh, really? Dude. Keep in mind, what was it? There was a couple like uh, the 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 funny guy that we like from the band that does the, the stuff. Funny... He did the Goldeneye. Uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, video. yeah. Will Willie Willie yeah. J. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is the dude. BAFTA nominated composer of Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, Time Splitters, and Crisis series, Killer Instinct, Donkey Kong Land. Dude, this dude's done it all. Wild. All right. Uh, here's Robot Factory by Tokyo by Robot Factory from Tokyo by Bodoku. This is a Mongolian artist. Oh. I've got balls of steel. Have a taste of my ball. Damn, you're ugly. So that is uh, Robot Factory by Bodoku from Bodoku's album, Tokyo. Robot Factory by Pretty DJ good. Cat Call. Oh, I like this. Oh, you know what? This sounds this like is video the, game music. This is selection music. We're going to pick out our uh, a Ducati. You want the Ducati or the Yamaha? I'm going to oh, take yeah. the Ducati. You take the Yamaha. I'm going to upgrade it. You ready to race? This artist <laughs> is from Phoenix, Arizona. So I don't know if this oh, is yeah. a mistake. This is Sega Genesis uh, menu music right here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so that's dude. Cat call. Um, now, I mean, <laughs> dude, just so many. Uh, Storeholm, Storeholm, Robot Factory. Be back. Yes, dude. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay, so that's store home. Here's Zypto Fuff. Getting creative, man. In some ways, I'm like hoping that one of these is an actual cover that I just didn't find. The great, f- oh, I don't know if I. <laughs> it's it's a portmanteau of Gatsby and a 
and a homophobic slur. Oh, God. I just want to see if it's covered. Welcome to the robot factory. We got robots like you wouldn't believe. Some with cameras, saws, and hammers. Every possibility that you can conceive. Except that one there, he's broken down. I don't know why we even keep him around. You might as well blow him up with C4. That's about the only thing we're using it for. The Dallas police chief with a tear in his eye said, I think I know which robot I'd like to buy. Odd. Ooh, Justin Rock. Robot factory. This is Assy Jazzy. That's Justin Rock. Uh, Swell Maps. I almost thought it was a band. Maybe it was going to be a cover. Here's Accident Robot Factory. This is straight out of uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> it's very uh, John Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, just a couple more here because there's so many. Ground rules, Robot Factory. Attention, all personnel. Oh, Production of the next generation robots has now been completed. Initiation sequence activated. Prepare for toxic endurance testing. Activate Robot Factory speaker systems. <laughs> Edo Gregorian. Man, people just... I'm just gonna blow through them. Y-H-Y. Mike Franklin. Ah. Spritzkopf. Coffee cat. I mean, Justin, there's so many. I was kind of. Were these all on Bandcamp? Is that what you said? This is on SoundCloud. I found a bunch of Bandcamp too. On Bandcamp too. Yeah, it's a whole grip. White noise. Rapper, post, poet, father, anarchist, autonomous, producer, etc. Yeah, 
Yeah, man. Mm. So many. Um, would you like to go through the official ones now? Yes, please. I mean, I just saw I mean, one that was you, called you Integrity Dubstep. Like, they Try use the word integrity. Have I a song know, called Rona Factory. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to listen to it. Unless you want to. Do it. All right, that's done. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, 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 so, yes, but do we want to hear a couple of these live versions? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. ahead. So I've got Dude, uh, go Mind Over Matter Festival. This is the earliest known one um, uh, is in Michigan. I'll play a little bit of this, but then I also have the same year at the barn in Riverside where we have video. But let's take a listen to how good the audio quality is. This is 97. This is uh, March 8th. Mostly watching the timestamp so we can jump past all this on the other ones. <laughs> all right, so pretty blown out, but that's the oldest version we have. Now I've got the barn in Riverside, and we do have video here. It's the same year you said? Yes, but not. I don't have a date. It just says 1997-ish. Oh, wow. I'll jump to 45 seconds here. After he talks. I keep waiting for them to go into a praise board. Is this Jim singing it? No. Oh, that's Jim in the left yep. there. Okay. It looked, for some reason, his stance looked just like Tom's. <laughs> There it is, yeah, that's Jim. There he is. Alright, sweet. Let's jump to 120 on the next thing that we have, which is a video from uh, 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 June 1st, 99. I'll jump to 120 here. Hey, thanks a lot to No Knife and Laser Cannon. This has been an awesome show. Oh, I like listening to it, the banter. I love the quality, man. Yeah, this one's good. This is like PBS. <laughs> TVL. This is er Laser Disc. <laughs> Early Austin City Limits. Sweet. All right, here we go. I jump in at 120 now. That strumming pattern, I don't hear that in the song at all. No. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hear that. That's what he's right. playing. Like, it seems like all downstrokes to me. Yeah. What he's like, strumming. what Jim is doing sounds like. 
what I'm hearing. So much noodling. Ooh, this is cool. Look, Zach's having a blast. Oh, dude, this is so sick, man. This song is so good. Dude, Tom is dude, this is in it right now. This this is the band gelling, man. Yeah, man. See what? Oh my god. I just I'm not hearing that. All right, we'll jump 228 on whatever the Damn. next thing is. Uh, Crazy Fest in '99. This is in Kentucky. I think they open with it here because I didn't put a timestamp. So my guess is that they open with it. May 23rd, 99. So it's a month or two before that. Hey, we talked to that guy. <laughs> Which guy? <laughs> Oh, the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hmm. Do they have it listed down in the... They might. Uh, I currently have the playhead in my hand, so I'm going to let go and we're going to land somewhere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that would have been too cool. She's perfect in her own way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. What uh, are we, two uh, uh, 30, 43. That's where we want to go. So I'm going to go to 33. Even. There you go. Let's see if the math checks out. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Still searching for someone. Sounds like AFI song, man. <laughs> People out here in sunbrellas. Alright, let's jump to the last one I have. Ah, they opened with it in the spring of 99, so it was around that same era. Let's see if this is any better, and I'll jump to three minutes into the track. All right. Now, I'm wondering if that what he was playing right there is that cover song I was telling you about. This is five years after. And we'll be playing a song in just one second. Always waiting for Rick, no fall. <laughs> Whoa, Resin Rick. <laughs> Thank you very much, Reflector, for rocking. I just, I'm listening to the banter before we, uh. Right. I'll make it 320 that we jump to. What is that? That's something you know. That's like a classic rock track. Yeah. <laughs> 
think the Vultures did that one. Totally open with it. I'm going to jump to 3.30 here. Oh, yeah, man. Jim going up above the nut. Drop D. So this is standard. Yeah, D. man, he's already down. He's done. Like we're on the next song. Next song. Any good banter here? Let's see. More Rick talk. Rip him. <laughs> Can I get more vocals in my monitor? <laughs> all right sweet all right nothing i great said there. i oh. said the the vultures i meant the ventures here oh <laughs> yeah this has got to be it right yes totally yeah 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 this is like what k-rock will play for the surf report on kevin and yeah me. yeah you're right rock and fig k-rock R.I.P. Rock and Pig. So we have our, uh, you've, you've come to the, the Miller Christmas party. Yes. And uh, so I will, I'll, I will always put on, if, even if it's low and people don't really notice it, I'll put on the Ventures Christmas on, <laughs> it's Ventures Christmas Radio on Pandora. And it is the perfect Justin Miller Christmas nice. party <laughs> background music. Nice. The Ventures, man. Not the vultures. All right. Um, I've got uh, a few covers here. Who do you got? I have Mr. Thomas Adam Thomas Heap, yes. of course. At 30, yeah. 38. Uh-huh. And uh, do you want to listen to... to yeah. 3838? Yep. Do you have it queued? Uh, I was going to just do it here, although there's nothing really to see, I suppose. You're right. Um, here, I'll jump to it right now. 3838. Close enough for government worker here. Ooh, bendies. Yeah, baby. Long night this cycle, and a girl takes me off 
Valerie loves me. <laughs> it's that same chord progression. <laughs> Hell mm. yeah. Damn. Get him, Thomas Adam. Thomas. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, all right. Who else uh, you got? I got NW. Yes, dude. I We had Man. watched this all the way through. I don't remember if we did it on an episode or if we were just going gaga over his videos. We were watching. I don't know if we watched a couple of them, but yeah, just the with the clarity of how we were recording the parts. Yeah. You the, want to learn how to play this song? This is the video the to technique? watch. Technique? Yeah. So here we go. This is uh, This is NW doing Robot Factory. Oh. Noodle. Noodle. Yeah. on a uh, black and white telly yeah so clean yeah man is that a telly do you think or is that like a one of those um, Dan electric that's a telly okay Man. Hold on, one more of these little breaks here. I just love the little. Yeah. Oh, the harm, the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. To Gosh, watch. it's so good. Yes. NW. Yeah, man. Always. Um, I have one more official one. This is from SoundCloud. Oh, I'm this glad is I'm... Ted Brogan. I can't believe yeah. we didn't fucking come across uh, it in the <laughs> 90. Uh, I mean, other that's ones why I asked if it was Bandcamp because Bandcamp had a whole grip of the, like, the same stuff. Yeah. Uh, but nothing relevant to the band. I found one in SoundCloud. And so that's what we'll listen to. Now, I'm surprised you didn't come across it. So this is uh, Ted Brogan. Yeah, bro. A little bit of a coosty boy here. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> I want to see more information about Ted. <laughs> Available for weddings, funerals, bat mitzvahs. No bar mitzvahs. After the Bergman Just... fire of 18. Gender reveal parties, <laughs> vasectomy parties, the birth of your child, or the consummation of your child. Call one five 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 ted brgn bergen I like the cut of Ted's jib. That Tom sound there, that yeah, growl. I see another song that Ted did I'm going to play. good yeah, man. man and it plays you want to check out a uh, 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 uh it's just gonna be funny to play this all right <laughs> i guess i remembered the name of the song wrong but that's thrice oh yeah which is funny no that's thursday buddy that's thursday no well, that's a thrice <laughs> artisan ambulance <laughs> Did he do Thursday? Did he do the mistake? No, I'm just talking about our, oh, our yeah. whole little thing. Oh, we kept You're freaking me out. <laughs> I'm feeding into it, man. He's, He's never going to so remember. Many covers. Jesus Christ. I'm still scrolling, dude. Dude, give me the name of a song you think this dude's covered. He's all genres, too. Really? Yeah. Uh, what about Buddy Holly? Like Buddy Holly, the song Weezer, Buddy Holly. Has he done that one? That's a big song. No, but let's Everyone see if he's Buddy done Holly. Weezer. Yes. Any kind of Weezer yes. song. Uh, maybe he's more of a sweater song guy. Ah, yes. That's uh, not bad, man. Ted, this is Ted Brogan. Uh, yeah, Ted Brogan, man. All right, man. He's got them all. No blink. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, did you did you do a rave to Jay? I've got two rave to Jays. <laughs> all right. Do you want to? I only have one. So do you want to do one? I'll and do then, one. I then liked mine. I like mine a lot. This is a. Oh wait, 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 wait. Before we do rave to Jay, I have two two more things. Will right. you, while I play this next thing? Fire up text to speech because Christy Brewer oh, has yeah, yeah, blessed yeah. us. But I have one Dude. more cover, but it's All not right. a cover. Okay. It's Tom himself playing it on Twitter. What? Hey guys, it's Tom stopping in with my current favorite parts to play from Static Prevails and Bleed American. Hope you like. First up, Robot Factory from Static Prevails. This is posted July 22nd, 2021. So an actual from just last year of Tom. I wish. Can you sit Indian style on the ground? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've Not for never too long. been able to. He's sitting Indian style with a little Fender amp next to him playing guitar. This looks so uncomfortable to me. <laughs> okay, so my favorite song to play from Static Prevails is Robot Factory, and it goes like this. <laughs> Uh, 
So that's the intro. Ooh. The verse guitar is like this. Pretty much it. Hope you liked it. Thanks. Damn, man. Him, him just playing it. You can just there's. It's so much more than chords. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's they should be a band, man. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Have you fired up the text? I I am ready. Here comes our Christy Brewer track. I forget if she has an intro or not. I told you I was gonna. Always, always. Yeah. No intro. Wait. Yeah, you're right. This is the intro. This is the. (laughs) Falling off this cycle. And it really ticks me off. When you calculate this time and place. Looking over shoulders. Can always be like what it seems. When you were left to my old man. I am why you bred me here. Tear these clothes down when we fight. It's over. They found me. They beat me. I Aww. can't believe they knew it. We blew they it. They found me. They b- beat me. Our fortunes. Like, they've uh, been retrieved. Hitchbot. By humans who knew me. Yeah. They <laughs> used me to get what's mine. They'll never replace me. I'll be back. I want revenge. Oh my god. Now I'm only seeing the song through the lens of Hitchbot. Hitchbot. God damn. It was all I wanted to do was hitch a ride. <laughs> it was, it's fucking Hitchbot. Man. R.I.P. To a real one. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. That was uh. That was Christy Brewer. <laughs> To a real one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got Rave to Jade. This was a Toon okay. Band recommendation. Okay. It's called Robot Factory and Katie. This said <laughs> that it was a a, a shoe in for going well with Reggie and the Full Effects. Congratulations, Smack and Katie. So, all right, all let's right. Let's see. I don't know. I love that right. song. This is from the. Oh, boy. Oh, starting out strong. I kind of like this. At this point, I'm just watching the Congratulations Smacking Katie video, which is in my top five favorites of this <laughs> of all time. Um, it's not great. That that. Uh, so what you got? It wasn't terrible. Okay, this one I did because I love uh, I love sticks. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of. Okay, I was always into classic rock, but there were a handful of albums that I listened to that you would probably never want to listen to. Uh, growing up, when uh, when my stepdad introduced me to his collection, like so, I had my dad's collection of classic rock and then he's like this mid 80s stuff so he introduced me to sticks uh to guns and roses u2 i listened to a lot of u2 but i don't know man something about mr uh, mr roboto so i put together this track which is titled factory roboto <laughs> and i it's very short but i think it came out pretty damn good 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is cool. It gets a little better. Creation? Yeah. Yeah, this is good. man sometimes it has these strangest <laughs> transitions ah! <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> all right what's your last right. one this is called uh, i had mentioned uh i don't even remember now why valerie loves me oh because uh um thomas adam he i noticed that the uh, chord progression was the same as valerie loves me so all i right. made factory right. loves me uh let's see if it comes out Oh, it's still being created, but down below. No, it's still no, that doesn't make sense. That does not how long ago? Uh, I mean, at this point, ten minutes maybe. Oh, I could drop this oh, too, yeah, but I don't think it's gonna be there. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> please let it. Please let it be an image of Hitchbot <laughs> on the side of the road. <laughs> Damn it. No, nah, it's still cute. Oh man. oh, man. Oh, yeah. Now, at least it says 15% now. Oh, oh for you. Good. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Let's then do uh, Let's do final thoughts, and then maybe it'll be... Oh, no. There's an error while building my mix. Yeah. There was an error while building your mix. What, what a bummer. PC load letter. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? I'm a fan of his entire catalog. <laughs> well... Uh, man, I did not expect to go almost three hours on. Uh, Me neither. Robot Factory, crazy. Dude. Sorry, y'all. Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song "Robot Factory"? Dude, for me not giving this song a, a proper listen, uh, this song freaking blows the doors off. Uh, and the fact that it's a Tom song, uh, it's a gem. It's a li- hidden little gem. Um, I can see why it gets so much love on this album. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm. This is another one that I'm definitely adding to my uh, Jimmy Eat Rock mix because this is just, uh, it's just no holds barred, man, from start to finish. Yeah, this, uh, this was a ripper for sure, and uh, I yeah. learned so much tonight. Uh, why we <laughs> that our robot over overlords we've got to uh, appease, and uh, that Tom rips a guitar, and uh, and we confirmed that the Robot Factory was that place in uh, Tempe. Yeah, it was. 
And uh, so, yeah, learning experience all in all. Um, hopefully everybody enjoyed this episode. This one kind of went off the rails. Yeah, I liked bit, it, man. <laughs> I guess everybody <laughs> probably knew that when they came in and they were listening to uh, The Meek Shall Inherit from Alan Hankin <laughs> and Howard Shore. Um, so, uh, anyway, to all of those who, uh, you know what? God. If Hitchbot ever comes back, Are you, I, I swear, 2. man, 0. you and I are thinking the same thing. Please, I was just about- God, for the love of God, be excellent to each other <laughs> and party on, dudes. Man, rest in peace, Hitchbot. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs>